Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Welcome back. back. From my little trip to Vancouver. How was the McRib? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear he was telling everybody? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ontario, I Ontario. Heard. Yeah, I heard. After the third or fourth person asked me how the McRib was, I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You play the same game with him. Yeah, yeah. He was on a Creed tour the last time he had a vacation. <laughs> All right. Um, we got a couple of things we got to make sure that we take care of here. We got to lock down a name for the for the corn dog that we have, which is a feature menu item for our Christmas broadcast on Thursday at Northern Chicken. Yeah. I'm still so excited that we're doing our, our Christmas broadcast from a chicken joint. And we have live the music. Best. And booze. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah, what could go wrong? Anyway, um, guess how old Frank Sinatra would have been on this day? Uh, 91. 93. 107. No. <laughs> we were nowhere close. <laughs> he was born in 1915. So we're going to kick off. Yeah, we are kicking off the show with Frank. Why not? All right. Hey. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. I saw this yesterday. I'm guessing you guys even brought it up when I wasn't here. But you know what this this Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith relationship yeah. reminds me of? Every single one of us has a friend in the friends group, and they have a relationship. And it's not it's not it's not one or the other person's fault. Mm-hmm. It's equally their their fault. Where you're just like, come on, guys, yeah. But, but you you and everybody in the group goes, why are they still? What's going? Like, just yeah. you guys, just stop. Right? Well, Jada is like stringing him along. It's awful. Yeah. It's aw- she needs to let him go. I've kind of, I've been at this point with this where Will is kind of like, for me, it's like, get out. You, you had, but now I'm like, it's his own fault. Yeah. I'm, I'm back to, yeah. there's equal amount of blame here. Yeah. So the latest was she was saying that she was going to leave him and then. After seven years, him slapping Chris Rock was Brought like... Brought them back together oh, again. That oh is my, my man. I'm never going to leave him. And yeah. I I was saying yesterday, like, how embarrassing and how, like, kind of cruel she is. Like, she's talks in the media, writes a book about how she's thinking about leaving him. She cried on their wedding day. Like, she never wanted to be with him. Uh, and then, like, because he assaults a man and ruins his career, she's like, that's my boy. That's my man. 
It's just so hard to watch. She's such a narcissist. And she's that. That this is that couple. Like we all, everybody has a couple, and like I said, in their friends group, where y- you know well, what they come over for the weekend, yeah. they destroy the barbecue, <laughs> and then for the next two weeks, you're talking about them. And and again, like I said, she's bad, she's awful, and I think a lot of people side with Will. But I'm at that point where it's like, dude, it's- you're a moron. You. You had an yeah. open door. You could have got out of this situation. Out. You had several outs. But the thing is, though, if he stays miserable with her, he gets to keep all his stuff. If she divorces him, he has a, he has a whole lot more money. She takes half his stuff. Do you want to do you want to live miserably and keep all your stuff, or divorce her and lose half your stuff? There they go. The economic yeah. the economist on the show. You sound jaded, Jimmy. That's the jaded opinion. <laughs> I think your happiness, he's still going to be very wealthy if they get a divorce. He's going to be okay. And he might get oh, his career no, back. With how vindictive okay, she is. Nah, she'll take nah, nah, like, nah, You're he's, so off base. Yeah, I when she, so. when he's at the Waffle House talking to his buddies, there is zero conversation about who gets which cars. Yeah. it's There's none of that. There's, there's, there is way more dysfunction in this than the money and the houses and the... It, no. No. Grant... Yeah, he's got to get out. Doesn't there's, matter what what it costs. There's n- there's no way that's that's even a consideration. I although maybe they're perfect for each other. You, some people some people thrive off the fighting and the drama and, and the dysfunction. Yeah, they love it. They absolutely need it. Yeah, like there's people out there that get up every morning and they have to be angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you have a shirt that says "Stay Angry"? <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's for political reasons. (laughs) The Locker Room, only on Chris. I wasn't here yesterday for um, Bend Over Monday, so we're doing Grab Your Ankles Tuesday. We got Jason Bale on with us this morning. Bale, we want to talk about all the excuses that the city council used to raise our taxes this year. So you got a list of stuff we want to... You got some point form notes we want to rattle through here. Yep. Okay. I'll let you start. So the one that bothers me the most is the previous councils made us do it because previous councils didn't spend enough. Iveson used that excuse. Mandel used that excuse. And now so he's using it. It's You knew that when you run, ran previously. You knew what the budget was going to be. So you could have okay. said that in your platform, that kind of stuff. But yeah. Okay. All right. So that's just typical. Always just it's it's a typical excuse. Blame the last guy that was here because it's their fault, right? Exactly. We're just taking over their mess, yep. unless of course it looks good on you. All right. What's the next point? Uh, the next one was uh, the province isn't giving us enough money. And I mean, really, do you want the province to take more of a role in municipal government, or do you want them to leave you alone? Is is kind of the. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah, and, and they keep saying that they want more sustainable and predictable funding. There is no form of government funding that is more stable and predictable than property taxes. You decide what you want to spend, you divide it by the assessment base, you get it. Okay. Nine percent payment rate or something. So Yeah. All right. Next point. Uh, I don't have it up in front of me. I actually forgot the third point. Oh, okay. They suspect they're getting the larger tax increases out of the way so that the they have a lower tax increase right before the election, which totally makes sense. Yeah. So 
whatever we spend, <laughs> that flat dollar amount is going to be in future budgets as well. Okay. So I think that they're getting it out of the way now. Next year, they'll do a, a little bit higher than normal property tax increase. But then in the spring budget, they'll adjust it because they don't have to. December's about making a plan. June is where you need the money due and when you need the plan solidified. So okay. they still have time to adjust it. So basically, they're screwing us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Very enjoyable. Grab your ankles Tuesday. Thank you, Jason. Christmas can be a special time of year, but not for everyone. For many, it can be a nightmare. Imagine spending the majority of your waking hours subjected to non-stop Christmas music. It's time to stop the pain, and it starts with you. Donate today to the Locker Room for Christmas Music Support Group. The funds go directly to supporting those that work for companies that continue to torture their staff and customers at this time of year. The Locker Room for Christmas Music Support Group also encourages you to speak up. If you hear Christmas music in a place of business, tell them to stop. And if you're the owner of a business playing non-stop Christmas music, we can send you a free Christmas Music Support Group pamphlet outlining the damage that these tunes are causing your staff and the people you serve. If we work together, we can save a generation. Christmas music, a message from The Locker Room. The Locker Room's employer wants nothing to do with this. After a thorough assessment, it's been determined that the content of the theme of this PSA does not align with the values in which we seek to uphold. We acknowledge the creative effort put forth, but unfortunately, the message conveyed does not reflect the standards and principles associated with our brand. Welcome to The Locker Room. All right. I want to say this out loud, and this is a direct message to the sports donkeys. Okay. Let's just pump the brakes on the shock that this story about Connor Bedard and his mom and Corey Perry's out there. <laughs> Ease off a bit. I, I knew it was going to take that turn. They always start that way. They jump all in on the story, and then they start to try to take the high road. And I can't believe people would say something like just, that. Just, he's a good kid. He's a good he's boy. kid. <laughs> he's a millionaire for playing a sport, and hockey players are complete animals. <laughs> complete animals. I always, like, I love hockey. I loved playing hockey. I hated hockey players. I, I hated being in the exactly. locker room with, yeah. The reason why they're all so upset is because we've cracked the door open a little bit into the real world. of Because this stuff happens. Yeah. These kind of things happen. And you know what? I was never in a hockey dressing room where someone's mom didn't come up. <laughs> Or somebody wasn't making a joke, or wasn't yeah. any sports uh, like a lot of they're sports all that like was that. that? They're all like that, and and then this this world, right? We put this bubble over top of these players because I I don't even know why. Like I've, I've never understood it. Like yeah. I I get it. I like watching hockey tonight. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna have a nap this afternoon so that I can stay up late to watch the Edmonton Oilers. Bed hopefully, beat the Chicago Blackhawks. Bedard's first game in Edmonton. Exactly. I'm excited, but I don't put these kids up on pedestals. They're not superhuman. <laughs> They're just little turds, right? And for the most part, they spend so much time playing hockey. They're actually morons. Because what do you do when you play so much hockey? Yeah. You miss education, right? Like they're True. not smart people. Like the the group of them, yeah. the the lot of them are not. I'm sorry if you're taking a thousand foot view. If I see one more video of somebody from some podcast going on and on about how disgusted he is about this rumor, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> you people are, oh, it's it's so. Am I alone here, Grant? 
No, you're not alone. It's annoying. And the more I see this, the more I think that per- Corey Perry banged his mom and probably everybody else's mom in that organization. You're doubling down on that. <laughs> Am I wrong? Like, you know how you get rid of this? You tell us what he did. Yeah. Because you know what? It was awful. They fired him, and no one stuck up for him. They walked him to the outside of the rink. They gave him his hockey stick and his helmet, and they said, Go home, Corey. So guess what? He did something awful. Guess what? The world is going to speculate. You know what? That's just the way we're wired. Bernard's a big boy. He doesn't need you protecting him. No, like, no. Yeah. He's going to make millions of dollars playing a game. <laughs> playing a game. Why? Because we're all so fascinated with it that we spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to, to, to support these. Thousands of dollars to support these kids. Yeah. Anyway. Do you that's feel my better now? I just, I saw one too many videos, like the the biz nasty video and I'm like, I can't believe it. like oh my god yeah. you guys just cork it <laughs> only on cruise alright what's the story why are you watching Ted Lasso who told you to no one told me to actually cause uh, cause you know sometimes when I'm uh, drinking um, I get into get into those reels and I came across a couple reels from that show that kind of intrigued me like the dart one where he's Showing how good he is playing darts. Okay, and then so I gave it a whirl, and I kind of like it. Like I've half, I was surprised. most of the way th- most of the way through the first season. Usually, if Jimmy gets into a show that there's nobody's wearing a, a cape, it's because a lady's told him to to watch it. No, this actually has nothing to do with ladies this time. I'm just honest. I'm so jealous that he's getting to watch that. From the- <laughs> I've never seen a season right. one. I haven't got a show right now. I actually started yeah. watching Mad Men last night. Oh, did you? I got about halfway through the first episode. But the problem with that show is I've tried to watch it like mm-hmm. three or four times. It takes, it takes like you got to commit to like, I'm going to watch a whole season of not really being that into it before you get really into it. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. And I haven't got anything or anything like on the horizon. So I might actually get through Mad Men. Yeah. It's one of the few shows that that everyone sort of talks about. Mm-hmm. Like Mad Men is one of my favorite shows of all time that I've never actually sat down and watched the whole thing. We're watching the morning show right now. Okay. Is I'd, that the one with Reese and Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, Steve Carell. Um, I've heard it's good. Yeah, uh, I had watched most of the first season before, but just restarted it, and yeah, it's really good. That's a great show. So where are you with Ted? I'm almost done the first season. Okay. How many seasons in Ted Lasso again? Three, so, I think. Was yeah, it? Yeah, three. three. I think there's three. I think I have a feeling they're going to come back and do another one. Do I don't you? know why. Because huh. they kind of... They didn't really wrap that up well, right? I mean, it is... I, I don't know. I didn't finish it. You didn't finish Ted Lasso? I've only seen the first season. Yeah. I find his character very interesting. Like, he's... He's funny. He yes. Did, he did a really good job. Yeah. Grant, that's one of those shows you should go back and finish. Yeah. The first season, I was good. You do that I, a lot. I started the second season, and then I just wasn't into it. I was kind of like, eh, I'm over it. <laughs> 
Yeah, you do that a lot. Yeah. I don't know what... I have this I have to finish yeah, stuff. Yeah, you watch every episode their, of The Walking yeah. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> 25 and, seasons. And then the fear, and the fear of The Walking no, Dead. No, I didn't watch any of those. I didn't watch Dawn any of Dawn of the Walking no, Dead. I, didn't watch, I watched The Walking Dead. That was it. Because I knew if I got into another one that I'd be the same way. Yeah. Because I'm like... I'm insane. <laughs> You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and Cinnamon Jimmy. So on Thursday, you're welcome to pop by Northern Chicken. Say hi. We'll be doing uh, Pam Show. Pam! Pam, Pam! From 2 till 6. And we'll be at Northern Chicken on 104th. It's just north of Jasper Avenue. I think it's like a block and a half north. And we'll be there. We got live music. We got Jake Buckley coming down to play yep. a couple of tunes. We got Joe Nolan coming down. We got Sea Change Beer coming down with a feature beer that they have for I don't know if it's a Christmas beer. I was talking to Dave last week from Sea Change, and anyway, they've got they got a batch that mm-hmm. they've done up for December, and so he's bringing that down, doing taste testers, and we talked to Matt and Rob from Northern Chicken. Matt's the owner. Rob's the the head cook there, and they came up with this this corn dog thing, this chicken finger corn dog. So they take a chicken finger, roll it in Dorito mac and cheese, dip it in the the seasoned corn dog flour, right? Yeah. Then deep fry that bad boy, and they're serving it with sambal, ketchup, and pineapple mustard. We had them last week when they came in. Amazing. And unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So they said, now you guys come up with a name for it. And we've had... Probably a hundred names come in. A lot of them we can't say on the radio. <laughs> because of, you know, what else do we call a rooster? Some people were making yeah, that connection. Yeah. And, so yeah. we had some really good ones. I'm, I like poultry pull, but I'm, I'm leaning towards this one, Grant. Yeah. The locker room, no eye contact chicken corn dog. <laughs> you like the long names, I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's half our events are like a paragraph Locke, Locke loves the names that are hard to say. <laughs> the names that are easy to say, like Edmonton Rock Fest, you can't say. <laughs> yeah. It's a dumb name. Okay. <laughs> the locker room, no eye contact chicken corn dog. Here's the reason why I like the idea, because just imagine we're sitting there and somebody comes in and orders that yeah right hi good morning i'll have the well actually it'll be afternoon i'll have the locker room no eye contact chicken corn dog please <laughs> like i said it rolls off the tongue <laughs> just just flies let out me of send list. that to matt and see what he see says. what he says yeah <laughs> right plus you got to think about it for a minute it's a fun it's right <laughs> it just says a lot of things yeah but so does poultry pull. <laughs> it's a chicken on a stick, a pull. Uh, you don't like mine? It's okay. Okay. It's a little long. <laughs> Jimmy, where are you at? I'm with the poultry pull, actually. Uh, what? You want us to say every time, hey, come on down and get the... The locker room, no locker eye contact, room. Why does it have to say locker room in it? The, the, the locker room, no eye contact, chicken corn dog made with gluten-free chicken and... No, no, I... Yeah, because it's wrapped funny. Wrapped in Doritos mac and cheese. It's funny. <laughs> with, let's do a Twitter poll. Okay. Put put those two up there. I'll well, put those two options out there. But it's got to be the locker room poultry poll, too. Yes. But well, it, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because that's not what we want. We want the poultry poll. We don't need... I'll put that They're out. They're going to know it's the locker room because we're up. there. Yeah. I think people are going to vote for the no eye contact chicken corn dog. <laughs> I don't know if I don't there's enough I room on I Twitter. I can't fit that in a Twitter poll, I just realized. 
It's too long. Well, just put no eye contact uh, chicken corn dog then. Does that work? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending All a I note. All I get is no eye contact chicken co. CO. Well, people will know what we're doing. Okay, put that in there. Leave it at that. All right. Okay. All right. Go vote, everybody. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. Sometimes you see a headline and you immediately start looking to see, like, oh, which satire website is this from? Because you're like, this has to be a joke. Who wrote this? And then you find out it's real and you feel a little bit of embarrassment. Like the latest plan that our federal government has come up with to fight climate change. Windows. So they were at a conference um, in Dubai, of all places, for a climate change conference. <laughs> they all flew there. And the headline comes out that Canada plans on tackling climate change by targeting cow burps and farts. You assume that's a joke, but it's real. Our environment minister, who I'm pretty sure at one point has glued himself to works of art in the name of Greenpeace, (laughs) says they will offer incentives to cattle farmers who change the diets of their cows to make them fart and burp less. Phase one of the climate change plan, tax the citizens to death. Phase two, feed the cows more corn so they fart less. Can I just say that if we're going to change the diets of cows to make them fart less, we also need to change the diets of vegans? It's only fair. Have you spent any time around a vegan? They are very gassy people. And it's only fair that they should also have to go on an all-corn diet. Anyways, I'm just happy to see that our government is focused on the real issues affecting Canadians. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Give the gift of glory this Christmas. (laughs) Buy one tour, get one tour at EdmontonGloryHoleTours.com. He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. Now, it was once believed that this thing called the brick, it's at the center of our galaxy, so the Milky Way galaxy, it's kind of a, it's an opaque, uh, alien, like, no, rectangular thing in space, where it actually has 100,000 times (laughs) the mass of our sun. Because of the composition, it's there's a lot of gas and a lot of material in there. It should be creating stars, so it should be able to you know be spitting out stars, but it doesn't. And they haven't quite figured out why, because they assumed that's what it was there for. Because it also has huge nah, amounts more and more alien. It also has huge amounts of carbon monoxide, like frozen carbon monoxide and frozen carbon dioxide. It does not have the composition in which human life can live in there. It's too hot. Alien. It's too hot. It's like the temperature of three times our sun. So how can something live inside there? I love how... like. How anti-alien he is, right? Yeah, and he knows. And then he reads something like that. Uh, yeah, and then you have that. That none of this is sinking in. Why is there ice in there if it's three times the heat of the sun? Because the carbon. Because alien. Because no, it aliens. has nothing to do. No, it's alien. Because it's generating both. Like it's. 
It's a, that's what they can't figure out. What the scientists can't figure out is Stumped why all the greatest it scientists. has both. What's going to happen when an alien does land at the den just outside the dentist status? What's that little park called? Well, the I oh yeah, the homeless queen of, uh, Princess Anne or Queen, yeah, uh, something, something like, that. like that. Princess Anne Park, right, where the locals plant carrots. Yeah, then then the ship comes out, e. and then something that out. looks just like you comes out. Oh, yeah, there yes. it is. And it goes, "Where's Lachlan?" No, and comes over and asks if you got any beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's something yeah, maybe you would say. Happen, like, exi- that's like, not, how, that's how not you what going, this is. Jimmy, how is this going to... This is at the center of our galaxy. How are you going to figure this out? Like, how are you going to live with yourself when you finally see me? I think, I think I'll sleep fine, not believing in aliens. When you meet an alien. I did. What's going to... Oh, man. All right. St. Anne Park. St. Anne Park. Yeah. Yeah. I was close. I mean, because really, if an alien life form is actually going to visit mankind, they're going to land in St. Anne Park. I would assume so. And head over to the Dennis Abbas. <laughs> in a super. The locker room. Okay, this is a list Grant found of the most ordered foods from the last 10 years, right? Yeah, DoorDash released this, so it's a decade of delivery, they said. So okay. The most ordered foods. Has DoorDash been around for 10 years? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Apparently. That's- I didn't even hear of it much before well, I think COVID. It's been around in the states for a long time, right? So I think so. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it's been around for ten years. They've got stats on the most delivered, and you can get booze from DoorDash too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I never use these things. From my understanding, and I could be wrong, is DoorDash is sort of maybe targeted to a younger demographic, where Skip's maybe a little bit older. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know why I think that. <laughs> why do I think that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Just seems like something. Just my seems kids, like a younger one. Yeah. The DoorDash. They have the the uh, lower minimums, so you could get just fifteen dollars worth and have mid. Yeah, and Jimmy's an expert on these. On these, yeah, he's yeah. he's got them all. Um, his whole phone is just full of these apps. Okay, so we're gonna guess between the two of us. Grant's seen the list. Jimmy and I have not seen the list, so we both get to pick one of the, and we'll see if we can get the top five. Something from the top five. You go first. Start with food, and then I'll do my food, and then we'll do a booze one too. Uh, Indian food. Indian food, That's like butter not, chicken. Yeah, it's not really specific enough. You can't just say like Mexican or. Okay, butter chicken. No. Okay. Uh, butter chicken is that not is a on there. Stupid pick. <laughs> I love playing games with you. Okay, I'm going to say like a coffee. Like uh, like like um like like from a it doesn't matter what store, right? But I'm just saying like coffee. Coffee delivery. Uh no, not on the list. Not on the list. Yeah, what? That, that that's not food. That's coffee. <laughs> That, well, was, that said, was a stupid pick, too. Okay, then I can I pick something else? <laughs> no, it's Jimmy's turn. Okay, all right, okay. now you get the booze. Burgers. Oh, wait, uh, That's are not we alcohol. doing food? Okay. That's not alcohol. <laughs> okay, okay, booze. This is a okay, booze, of course, a 24 of pill. No, beer. that's very specific. Um, beer's beer not is on there? not in the top five. Beer's not on there. Yeah, okay, I, was, was, I wasn't going to guess. Beer was number eight. Sambuca. <laughs> no, that's a terrible choice. <laughs> okay, we're both idiots. <laughs> so the top five food... 
Um, spicy chicken sandwich at number five. Okay. Four was garlic naan bread. Okay. Uh, number three was mozzarella sticks. Number two, chicken quesadilla. And number one was french fries, the most ordered thing. I was going to guess french fries. I you was, were close I was, I was kind of right because yeah. garlic naan, you get it with yeah, butter said, chicken. Butter chicken. Indian food. You can't just... Okay. Um, and but then the top, for booze, number I'm five very was... I'm intrigued by this. Prosecco. Okay. Um, number four was Sauvignon Blanc. Um, number three was tequila. You know, you're partying and you need some tequila. Number two was hard seltzers. And number one was vodka. Okay. Hmm. None of this, the majority of this stuff, none of us would it, it well, buy. You could see like Prosecco, let's say like I it's a New Year's that. Eve party. And you're like, we need more. We well, need more. And, and the other thing too, right? The ladies never bring enough booze. Right? True. Dudes always bring enough booze. That's why beer's not on this list because we're always covered. It's a good point. So yeah. Yeah, the ladies we, are always like, and oh, you know, I'm not going to drink very much. And then they so get they there and then they get their drink and, on. Oh, I need more white claws. That's why I have seltzers in That's exactly what this is. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Let's two days left with the 10 days of Christmas auction. It'll wrap up tomorrow night. We've been doing a highlight of the day. Today, we're going to focus on the big toy shop, Grant Johnson. Yeah, they have a very cool item up there. 16-inch foldable e-bike from the big toy shop. So, uh, these are those e-bikes that you can rip around on and then literally yeah. fold them up into these these small things and put them in your pocket. Uh, retail value, $1,500. It's currently going for 400 right now. Wow. I was thinking about buying one of these because you can rip on these things. But, get but they have the 16-inch, and they also have the foldable 20-inch up yep. there. And it's a cool bike. Yeah, it yeah. really is. These things are really, really popular right now as well. You can get to the um, 10 days of Christmas auction with 95.7 Cruise FM by going to our webpage. You can't miss the logo on the top of the page. Just click on that. And um, there's hundreds of items up there. Yeah, that 26 inch one. It's got the big fat tires, too. So you can ride it. You know, So that's only 600 bucks right now. Yeah, that that's one's valued 20, at $2,500. Unbelievable. Uh, it's got the fat tires on it, big battery. Um, and there's only, you know, 50, there's only 10 50 watching. An hour. There's only 10 keeping an eye on that one. So it's going to go. It's going to go for a pretty uh, pretty nice uh, uh, pre- deal. Very good deal. Big toy shop, okay? So when you go on there, they're all categorized. The yeah. items are all categorized. So if you're looking for, like, I don't know, something specific, you just... Basically, click, click on that, and then you can go shopping. Yeah, if you want outdoor stuff, or yeah. experiences, liquor, food, whatever, whatever it is, it's all categories there. All right, so go check it out. And again, this wraps up tomorrow, so you don't want to miss out. The locker room. So let me guess, Barbie's the big deal this year at the Golden Globes. So it was close. But Barbie is the number one movie, like okay. the most nominations. They had nine nominations, but uh, Oppenheimer was right there with. Oh, eight. okay. Um, so the two came out at the same time, right? I haven't seen um, either of them yet. You haven't seen either of them? No. What is going on? Uh, I saw Oppenheimer. It's a, it's, it's a, long. It's long. Yeah. <laughs> it's I thought long. about going it's... to the theater. I just I can't do a three hour movie. That was. I, uh, I have an I interesting like connection with Oppenheimer because we wanted to go watch it, and um, the wife wanted to go the Thursday night, and I was like, "There's only front row seats left. I don't want to go tonight. Let's go tomorrow afternoon." And she was like, we need to go tonight to see it. So we went the Thursday night, sat front row, watched Oppenheimer. 
the next day we ended up in the hospital emergency birth of our daughter. Oh. So we wouldn't have been able to go to the movie. <laughs> it's like my wife knew. She was like, we have to go tonight. We're going. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not going to see this movie. So, huh. yeah. Okay. So now, It's now, one I kind of want to see in the theaters. I just... Oh. I actually didn't think it needed to be... Like, people made a bigger deal out of going to the theater to see it than... Than it needed? Okay. Yes. I mean, the visuals of the the, the blast were obviously cool, but yeah. overall, the whole movie, it's not necessary. When you said I had an interesting connection to this, where I was like, I was waiting for you to say, I am related to the guy <laughs> yeah. that invented the, the atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Again, it wouldn't surprise me. He was my uh, great uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the more interesting story behind the Golden Globes in my opinion, is um, who's been declining to host. So they want to host. Yeah. The Golden Globes, has, has they haven't done the hostless thing, have they? Um, Remember when the Oscars was, like, everyone was a presenter, and there wasn't, like, one guy that was sort of driving everything? Yeah. The, Golden Globes never did that. Well, because they had Ricky Gervais for, for a few years. years in a row. They had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler there. So they've declined. Um, Ricky Gervais says he'll never do it again. So they actually asked Chris Rock, which I thought is kind of funny, and then he declined because he probably has PT. Yeah, I don't, do I don't think he'll host anything like that again, any award show. Well, he was just a presenter when he was slapped by Will Smith. That wasn't, oh, yeah. It wasn't even a host. I don't think he'll do even I, do that I think again. that's smart of them to offer him that spot, though, the Golden Globes. Yeah. Because who's not talking about that if Chris Rock agrees to host the Golden Globes? Yeah, that would be very smart. And then, um, speaking of smart, the smartless hosts, Will Arnett, Sean Hayes, and Jason Bateman, which I don't think is an awful idea either, they declined it. Mm-hmm. And then they offered it to Ali Wong. And she declined it. Nobody wants to do it. I wonder what it is. You know what I think it is? I think everyone is so worried about... This is my thought, and you can correct me Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong, Grant. So the Golden Globes is rather offside, right? Yeah. So the expectation from the audience is that if you're going to do the Golden Globes, you're going to step it up. You're going to get up there. You're going to throw everything... You have at it, right? And you're not going to, you're probably going to be offside. And you're going to say some stuff that's going to get into the press. Like Ricky Gervais made crazy jokes. Like his jokes were, and that's what everyone wants. Ricky Gervais sort of set the bar for that, for the Golden Globes. Everyone's drinking. It's one of those nights. And I think he kind of ruined it for everybody. And then the other thing is, as soon as these shows are done and. They start putting clips out, then they start getting attacked by this overly woke society that we live in. So I get, I bet you, no one wants to do it because the expectation is you got to go up there and you got to do something offside. You got to be a Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. but then we're going to persecute you for it after you do it. Yeah, but they shouldn't worry about that. Like Ricky Gervais never worried about that. Right? He doesn't care. He's a different animal, though. Um, Ali Wong would worry about that, and the smartless host would worry about it. The smartless host would. I don't know if Ali Wong would necessarily. She's pretty fearless. She, the smartless guys would. They're, they're pretty. She's talked about how people have come after her. Yeah. Like, did you watch her latest Netflix special? Yeah, I did, yeah. She sort of touched on that and, and, and negotiating those waters. Um, right? Do you even remember who hosted last year? Like, it was. It wasn't Tina. It was Jared Carmichael. 
It was the I, I weirdest was say choice ever. It like, was some, nobody even knows who he is. Really. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I bet you that's what's going on. Is there anybody out there that should do it? Well, Will Smith. Now <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. <laughs> They'd get me watching. <laughs> Will and Jada. <laughs> get them to do it. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.